I have a lot of things I want to get off my chest. In anybody else's hands, this is a microphone. In my hands, it's a pipe bomb. I have a dream. That's all I need. Hey, what is going on everyone and thank you all very much for joining us live or recording now on Friday, I believe it is uh, October 18th, 2019 for episode number 19 here with Flamio and my man Cal. As you all know, my name is Flamio and if you want to follow me on Twitter or even Instagram, you can follow me or this podcast page at PC underscore Flamio 814 to get any news or updates on me or just to follow me. And you could also follow Cal. Cal, you want to tell them where they can follow you? Follow me at Cal and Capital on either Twitter or at Cal Capital on Instagram. Mm, my man, my man. So, dude, I mean, like, we took a week off. I had a wedding to go to. I had a very... I was dying. Yeah. <laughs> I had a very, um, very hot date. Let's just say that. And uh, I, I must say that she was probably the best looking one out of, um, like... Uh, out of anyone besides the bride, of course, but things uh, <laughs> out today. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, but hey, uh, yeah. I mean, to me, uh, maybe it was a good thing that we didn't come on here because if you listen to my rant on hell in a cell, uh, maybe it was a blessing in uh, disguise. I mean, you took a week off. We needed kind of like a bye week, I think, um, but it was definitely a needed week. To kind of like put things together though you know I, I mean like yeah put things together i say but i mean i mean we have to say something on this show and i didn't really have much to say i didn't have week. anything I mean, to everything, say we record the thing is we record this show before smackdown so smackdown was like the thing that was gonna give me like something positive to talk about and you know i, I thought it was a, a necessary week though i like everything that we've had you know to build up on this week Uh, definitely some hot topics to discuss yeah i mean that's for sure i mean even though to me i mean i know me and you are very different Uh, i'm more critique on everything you try to enjoy the product but to me man it's very hard to enjoy this product i mean dude i mean come on i mean which one which one in all fairness well i mean since uh we're starting this show uh i mean Hell in a Cell, like we'll just say it in a in a nutshell, was besides the very first match, like I said in my rant, it was awful. Yeah, it was it was pretty bad, but it had some moments on there that I liked. Um, I liked the Shorty Gable thing. I liked that whole match. I thought that was a really good match altogether. You well, know, dude, well, little I, spots here and there throughout the entire show, but you know we. We're, we don't even need to talk about it that much, do we? No, no, absolutely show. not. But I, but I just want to say on here. I think that, you discussed enough of it. But yeah, I, think we, <laughs> I mean, on Twitter about it as well. The, so you know my opinion on it. I, I, I wasn't know. completely against it, but I thought it was poorly executed. Absolutely. But I told you. I told you that's how it was going to end. I said exactly how it ended was how it was going to end. Well, so I knew well. it was going to be like a fuck finish, but. If you're going to have, like, my point exactly, if you're going to have Bray Wyatt in the championship match or the, the Universal Championship match with Seth Rollins, I mean, 
you kind of have to, you know, go with it, pull the trigger on it. And like your hottest superstar, you need to keep him hot. And but they didn't it, hurt him though. That's the thing, dude. I didn't his see mo- where his mo- he got damaged. His momentum is shot now. I don't see it. Do you still I don't care? See anything Do you, that got? Go ahead. Do you still care about the fiend? Yeah. As much as you did maybe about a month ago. Yes. Seth Rollins, no. Fiend, yes. He's he's fine. He's not the problem in the situation. The problem was that Seth Rollins and Vince McMahon, you know, those are the two people who got affected the most by that whole Hell in a Cell men, or match ending. Uh, Seth Rollins, I'm kind of sick of as champion. Kind of said this for a while now. But, I mean, he's doing his job, I guess. You know, we switch the title up too much, then we just kind of – it becomes a 24-7 title. But – I told you he was going to lose, or, well, not finish the match somehow, some way. Yeah, but... But uh, The Fiend doesn't look any type of damaged, or his momentum isn't stalled out or anything like that. I think this rivalry in general stalled out a lot faster than we expected. But, yes! But with them having the uh, the rematch at Crown Jewel, and then they're <laughs> talking another rematch at Survivor Series, kind of guessing that the fiend will be universal champion before we know it and seth will be the one on smackdown instead of bray so when do you so so. okay so then when do you think that seth rollins is going to go to smackdown then probably after survivor series or around that time i don't know it depends how they do this whole booking shit i don't know it's a fuck fest right now i'm just waiting to see what the final rosters are speaking of like i mean speaking of like the draft i mean (laughs) The draft will be over, and the draft essentially is over. And I know so that I know that uh, that WWE has been saying that um, like they're going to try to do like a more of a sports look with this whole draft, and that they can do blockbuster moves. And so, yeah. like, so you're saying that, which I like, I like that. Aspect. Yeah, no, no, I think I, that's a I, good I, idea. It's it's a very good idea. But so before I get into that, you're saying that. Essentially, Seth Rollins is going to lose that title at Survivor Series, and then they're probably going to do like a trade. That's your prediction. No, I think he'll lose the title at Crown Jewel, which everyone hey, comes first. Hopefully, hopefully you're right because I absolutely cannot stand his burn it down segment. He's a corporate guy now. I can't, I can't take I it anymore. I told you my opinion on Seth. I love Seth as a person, and you know the the move sets. He's skilled. He has all the talent, the look, all that, but. He's not meant to be a babyface. That's not Seth's thing. It's annoying as hell that he's the babyface. And he's still champion as a babyface. Now, I'm going to say this for anyone that that's listening. If we critique on any superstar or if we bash on any superstar, say that they're stupid, uh, like any negative thing laid towards them, we're talking about their character, of course, and how... They are being used on WWE, not the not the person themselves. I want to get that straight. Just like uh, Joseph Noy, I like him as a person. I hate Roman Reigns. I still do. I don't hate him as much, but I still hate him. Seth Rollins or whatever his real name is, I forget. It's but, um um shit. What is his name? I know it. Ah. I don't know. He, my buddy Dwayne told me this, and it blew my mind. I don't know. He looks like a Blake to me. I don't know why. Or uh, no, he's like his name's like something weird. I don't it know. Sounds like Spanish. 
No, seriously. I forget what it is. I want to say it's like something like Sergio or some weird shit. I don't know. I can't but, think of it. It'll hate me later, though. But, like, regardless, they just need to get that title off of him. But I, hopefully it'll be at Crown Jewel. But to me, uh, it's just a dead uh, a dead feud now uh, after Hell in a Cell. Uh, the crowd made them voices heard. Um, and speaking of the draft, um, let's well, talk on, about... Wait, wait, Before we jump to the draft, because you just said the crowd, let me just point out my opinion on Hell in a Cell truthfully, because I knew the ending was going to happen the way it happened. I think the fans fucked up that entire night, though. No, they I didn't. Absolutely ruined it. No, no they didn't. I think the fans at the at the pay per view ruined the event because if you watch it, you could tell the match wasn't for like an actual match. It's a storyline type of match, and the fans just refused to let it be ha- or let it happen. I think you and the rest of the fans out there who are bashing the Hell in a Cell pay per view the way you are are just being marks because it's not what you guys want, but it's exactly what you what we've been asking for. We wanted shit like this to happen. Build a character. Make him look strong. Don't put the title on him so early. WWE does that. What do we do? Oh, you guys ruined the match. Oh, the whole pay-per-view's fucked now. Fiend's gonna suck, and, and Seth can might as well just jump ship to SmackDown and retire or something. Who cares? <laughs> Dude. Now, that's, what, that's what you people do. That's, it annoys that's, me. Like, that's, that's I hate not... being in this position where we know all the backstage shit because it's tough to enjoy shit. It is, but that's not why I'm angry. I'm angry that they even put him in the match to begin with. Well... That's fine, but I told you it was going to happen that way. Yeah, they yeah. told us it was going to happen that way. Hell. Uh, yeah, on their Twitter poll. We all should have seen it coming. I don't know. But let's stop talking about it because I'm getting fucking irritated. Anyways, on to the draft. Let's talk about the draft. The let's talk about SmackDown. Grace. Yeah, let's talk about SmackDown and the draft. I mean, <laughs> that was... How'd you, feel, how'd you feel about the draft overall? Like, from Friday horrible. to Monday? Hor- you thought it was, it was horrible? It was awful. How they what? try to do, like, like listen, I'm going to tell you this like I'm telling everyone else. Are you talking about the overall draft Overall draft the way feeling. they did the draft? The, the way that they did it, the way that they, okay, okay. like, even, like, remotely tried to make it, like, a sports feel to it, it was horrible. I mean... Listen, I agree. I thought that the way they did the draft was annoying, especially Fox, with the whole... It, actually, both networks. Both networks, I thought yeah. it was just Fox at first with the football shit, but no. then USA started doing I was like, this is very annoying. I do not care about Smack or not SmackDown, Fox or USA, quote unquote, picking their roster. It's, Listen, WWE it's stupid. I didn't like it, but overall, like the landing spots for superstars and shit, I like that. I yeah. think it was a real switch up. I no, no, that, which I'm, is all I'm, I cared about in the beginning, anyways. Yeah, I'm. I'm not bashing on that. I'm bashing on how they went. Like how they went about it. Like remember how they did the draft? Uh, the draft lottery. And yeah, then I they, that. but there's then, no, they don't want to go with the like the GM type of person though. Okay, but hey, but hey, that's fine. At least puts if if you're gonna do a sports feel, at least have somebody on the clock. Don't just do five superstars in a row. That doesn't make it feel special for any pick. True, true. I I mean I got it because they were trying to do like rounds if that's what you want to call it, but. That's I I agree with you a hundred percent. But I got what they were doing. I'm not gonna say I didn't understand it. It just. I didn't like it. Oh, I I understood fully why they did it, but the especially when they would go in the war room and with those fake people, like you, like dude, so you stupid. you could tell that they were just fake. You could tell that they were just 
just being set up to do it. It wasn't real. But that's real. the network's doings, I'm, I'm pretty I, sure. Like, I know it is, but I... I listen. Which they, all started, they, I'm going to go ahead and guess, because of Fox. Like, they clearly had the first absolutely. night to do it, so it... You know, they had the more star power and stuff it, like that. It, but I just, just didn't like the football segments, period. I thought it was stupid. No, and but I'm going to say this. There is a time and a place. WWE is their own world. They don't belong in the sports world. They don't belong in the news or like or like whatever. And having uh, that mad money guy give stock fucking inputs on superstars. Like, he knows what the fuck he's talking about. It just seems way too fake for me. I don't like it at all. I think that they should just, they should have not done that. It's insulting. It is. No, it's exactly insulting. It like bashes our intelligence. It does. Because the news people are just going along with it. They know it's fake, but they're like, Mm -hmm. oh, okay, well, like, we're going to get a nice paycheck. Let's play along. We're going to play along. Yeah, like, fuck you. Ugh. I don't know. Kayfabe is dead. We can just say that, though. Kayfabe is just about dead, but whatever. Uh, I'll go ahead and say Fox is going to put the nail in it. I think it's over. It's done and over with. It's dead. No, they will. The backstage show and all that shit. It's done. Kayfabe's dead. However, thank God we have NXT still. Thank God we have that. Oh, man. Yeah. (laughs) NXT was good, but, dude... I don't know AEW again, but we'll we'll get into that later. I just want to touch on uh, uh, last Friday's SmackDown. Um, we have the Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns match. Um, Seth Rollins he defeated uh, Roman Reigns by disqualification because the lights went out in the arena and the Fiend Bray Wyatt appeared and attacked Seth Rollins uh, from taking um, a playbook from Kane and taking him down under uh, the ring. And um, this is when kayfabe is dead, in fact, and all of us know nothing's going on down there. But, but the fact that he did that is scary. But the fiend he did emerge slowly, and uh, the lights went out again before the show went to commercial break. And when the show returned uh, from the ad break, Michael Cole informed the audience that Rollins had won by disqualification, so Raw would get the first pick of the 2019. WWE draft. I was going to say the 2019 NFL draft. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Uh, they're going to keep this whole Bray Wyatt and Seth Rollins thing going until, like you said, probably SummerSlam. And then that's when. Which is just weird to me, though. I don't. I just don't understand it. I don't. What's they, the point of drafting them around? I mean, I get that Bray's the only one from roster to roster. And mostly he's going to end up on Raw more than Seth will be on you, SmackDown. Okay, okay. So, I mean, I get it, but. You it's weird. You want to hear like just my prediction, and then we'll go to a short break. Yeah. This is my thing. Bray Wyatt got drafted to SmackDown. What if no. Raw no. drafts the Fiend to Raw? No. I could see them doing that though, man. I could really see WWE doing something so fucking stupid with that. You but know how much that would annoy me if they do some dumb shit like that. I That's don't just know. annoying because one. Bray isn't even technically wrestling anymore. It's only the Fiend. But that's what makes wrestling great. <sighs> no, but like regardless, the product has been shit. I mean, me, I only have been watching the shows via YouTube or via Hulu. And let me tell you, man, I don't know if you have Hulu, but the Hulu cut version of Raw, You're all that it so was, much. I didn't see any matches. I didn't see Andrade. Yeah, you're so I didn't, much, man. 
Uh, dude, I know I missed much. Uh, I I missed uh, uh, Ricochet. I missed Ali and Andrade. I mean, and those were the matches. Those yeah, were those good were the good matches. matches from what I heard and from what I saw on Bleacher. And the Hulu cut, all that it was was just draft picks. That's all that it was. And I was like, oh my fucking god, what the hell is this shit? Yeah, that's weird. I mean, like, dude. I, I mean, I can't watch on Hulu because. I, I watched. Uh, I just watched NXT on Hulu because I didn't see the whole show and I wasn't sure if it was on the network already for the full show. But you missed a lot as in terms of like Raw and SmackDown. Like, oh just well, I mean, Hulu, the matches have gotten so much better. I'll say that much. No, I like, mean, the I've, quality I've, of the matches are good. Yeah, the actual shows themselves, then so so. Dude, we we never question. The wrestlers on WWE, they, those are the top performers. That's like the MLB. And no offense, AEW is like AAA baseball right now. Yeah, they have a bunch I've, of... Yeah, they have I'm a, not too impressed with AEW lately. But I all mean, that I'm saying... Go ahead, go ahead. All that I'm saying, man, is that WWE is the top dog. And they are the top spotlight. So, it's gonna be like every wrestler that that goes in that ring for wwe is gonna be a top performer and knows what the hell they're doing compared to aew it's like triple a baseball that's all that i was saying and we we don't bash on the wrestlers we just bash on the like this storytelling it's i mean it's so bad that eric bischoff was like you know what this shit's hell in the water right now i'm getting the fuck out and the day after he went and he's being advertised for the next uh, a star cast. Of course he is. Well, dude, no, rightfully so. I guarantee that he just said, you know, this shit's way too deep in the shits right now. I'm I'm getting out. I mean, but it's probably not what he signed up for in general any damn way. But no. He, you see, he didn't have any say over like really anything regarding SmackDown since he, he started. So I mean, he didn't. He was just like like playing um um like second fiddle and just kind of like have like because you brought that up i do find it weird that brock has been drafted to smackdown yet paul Heyman still is in charge of raw i think that's weird maybe that's the time they should probably switch it up maybe put bruce on raw <laughs> i i don't know i but I you know. knew you knew that brock lesnar was going to smackdown and of course the fact, obviously he and, won the belt. and the fact that uh i don't know uh like when they did the draft on friday it was who was the first pick? It was Becky Lynch, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, this is the realism that I, that I want to talk about. There. So you draft Becky Lynch, and so who is the next logical person to draft? I don't know. Well, I mean, it it should have been like Seth Rollins, of course, but of course they're not. And they're gonna draft Brock Lesnar, and then Seth Rollins got drafted. I don't know the the orders of the draft. It just didn't make no sense to me, and I don't know. Like I I could have swore that WWE uh, SmackDown for their second pick. I think oh my god, I don't know who it was. I want to say hold on, let me look this up. Yes, no, here we go, here we go. Seventy McMahon. She came out and she did the first round draft picks. First pick went to Becky Lynch. Mm-hmm. And chosen by Monday Night Raw. Their second right. pick was Roman Reigns for SmackDown. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right, yeah. What? If if you're going to have the second pick, draft Brock Lesnar. 
The third pick was the OC to Raw. And the fourth pick was Bray Wyatt to SmackDown. And the fifth pick was Drew McIntyre to Raw to end the first round. If you, if you, if you want to make it sports-related, you want your top dogs to be picked like that. It doesn't take a rocket science to make sure who goes there. It, like Obviously, first, it should have been Brock Lesnar like to SmackDown. Second, it should have been Seth Rollins. No question about it. Because those are your top dogs. I mean, I get what you're saying, but at the same time, it's not really a sport. It's a But they're business. making it out to be a sport, right? right. You and said even it. if you go with the sports aspect of it, I mean, it's still... I, I get why they did the draft the way they did. Like, I completely understand. And even with the picks, like, okay, you wouldn't want the first round to be all champions. That's a waste of a round because majority of the champions stayed where they're at, except for the Kubuki Warriors. Well, so, I mean, even, you wouldn't want to waste a whole first round picking Seth Brock. Speaking uh, speaking AJ, of the Kabuki OC, Warriors, and then Shinsuke, and then Becky, and whoever the fuck had the belt at the time of the first pick. Or yeah, but speaking of the Warriors, I mean, dude, like even if you pick them, right when they were picked on Monday Night Raw, <laughs> they were like, well, still they're picked on Raw, but they can go either uh, to SmackDown or Raw. So that was a waste of a pick. Well, and, no, they more or less clarified that the belts will be defended on either show. Yeah, Not well, so much them. Yeah, but oh well, I don't know. I thought that that that, that was a stupid pick. I thought um, they did alright clearing themselves up though. I don't know. Uh, so all right, what else happened on SmackDown? Uh, Baron Corbin he defeated uh, Shorty Gable. Corbin pinned Gable after the end of days. And then a Fox NFL Sunday panel included uh, Tony Gonzalez, Terry Bradshaw. Howie Long and Michael Strahan to discuss which wrestler would be their number one draft picks. This is the shit that I'm talking about. It's, no. It, we already talked about it. I'm not even get, not going to get into it. Shortly after, Stephanie McMahon, she did come out for the second round. And Rod chose Randy Orton and Ricochet and Bobby Lashley, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That, yeah that sounds right. And SmackDown then picked Sasha Banks and Braun Strowman. Thank God Braun Strowman is out of Raw. I am over him. I've been over him for the last year. I can say I agree. But, I mean, it sucks that he went back under Brock because now we'll just see him lose to Brock some more, and that's what got us kind of tired of him in the first place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and with uh, Braun Strowman and Tyson Fury, that is another event that we'll talk about when we talk about uh, Raw here in a second. Um, what else happened? Oh, uh, my God. Like, what other big things happened on SmackDown? Uh, Nothing uh, really, I don't oh, think. Oh, we didn't talk about... How dare us not talk about Bailey? Oh, dude, no. We're going to get we've into never that. Talk, that we've never touched bro, on Bailey. Bro, I mean, bro, bro. That's the last thing that I was going to talk about. <laughs> oh, well, fuck that. It's, we're talking about what interesting happened on SmackDown. That's about that's about the end of it. The draft and then that. Did you hear her uh, her new entrance music? Yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> I just thought like the highlight of like since our last episode, the highlight for me was her murdering the Bailey buddies. I thought that was awesome. And did you the reports afterwards like she was making kids cry? I was like, fuck yeah, that's a heel. That's perfect. <laughs> she did her job excellent. Yeah, I mean, good. I'm all for the heel turn, and like and I said... And I'm all for her having that belt back, too. Yeah, yeah, as her uh, emo self. Yeah, 
I'm all for her it. Karen, her Karen version. Yeah, Karen version, yeah. Hey, bitches, screw all of you. <laughs> and every Karen that I've served is a complete bitch. <laughs> all of them. If your name's Karen out there and we're offending you in some way, then you're just proving our point. Or even, like, have uh, the soccer mom haircut with uh, the bangs and the very, very <laughs> short in the back. Yeah, that's that's Karen all the way. <laughs> no, but, yeah, I mean, I am all for Bailey uh, getting that title back on her. But that's only because Charlotte Flair is a 10-time women's champion in a span of three years. Think about that, man. That's a little yeah. absurd. Yeah, I mean, hey, her last name's Flair. That's why, though. That's exactly why. I thought maybe that she was going to win it and she would hold on to that title for a little bit longer, but that is just me. Uh, who at else least got she's dr- not the champion like constantly. Like she's winning the belt a lot, but she's not like the title holder for like the whole damn year. Like no, that. yeah. So, I mean, it's all right. I'll deal with it. <laughs> it's a different uh, age. Now, uh, after that, uh, well, no, before that. Stephanie McMahon, I think that she did the third round for the draft. Alexa Bliss, Kevin Owens, and Natalia went to Raw. And yes, Lacey Kevin Evans, Owens went to Raw. KO thank went God. home. Yeah, KO is, to be quite honest with you, if it wasn't for The Fiend, I would want Kevin Owens to get back into the uh, the Universal title picture. I think Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins would be a great, a great feud. They will be. Yeah, but that title, happen. dude, but that title's going to get off of Seth Rollins. It has to. They'll still feud at some point. I like the yeah. matchups the most, but... Whatever. Uh, but who went to SmackDown? Lacey Evans, she went to SmackDown, and the uh, tag team champions, The Revival, they went to SmackDown, even though that they're SmackDown Live tag team champions, but that's beyond me. Uh, and then after the commercial break, though, uh, McMahon announced the draft's fourth round. The Viking Raiders and Nikki Cross... And the Street Profits went to Raw while the Lucha House Party and Heavy Machinery went to SmackDown. You know me. I don't give a fuck about the Lucha House Party. <laughs> you do. Don't know why. They're stupid. Who? Lucha House Party? Yeah, absolutely. They're stupid. I don't even know why we're talking about them. But I, I, I just wanted to bash on them. <laughs> well, they suck. They're trash. I hate them. And uh, one thing, Samoa Joe, he did get drafted uh, to Raw, but Samoa Joe, Booker T, Renee Young, and Beth Phoenix were briefly discussing the draft. And honestly, man, if Samoa Joe wants to retire and become a commentator, I am fucking all for it. <coughs> he was excellent. I, the first dude, line that we got from him that night was golden. Dude, Renee, he glad is. glad to see you're still keeping the bills paid. Yes, fuck D. Or, or John, whatever the hell you want to call him. Dude, he's, uh, he's amazing. I, I, I love Samoa Joe. I mean, if, it, if he wants to retire and do that, so be it. I will nope, be all nope, for it. He belongs it. on Raw. He's back on Raw where he belongs. Yeah. Uh, now, I guess uh, before we get into Raw, I just got to point this out. Did you see WWE's uh, new um, podcast? Yeah, I saw it. Yeah. After the Bell? Yeah. With Corey Graves? Yeah. It is what it is. I think um, it's... It, I like that it's Corey Graves that has my interest, but... Yeah, yeah, Corey Graves has a, a nice voice, but that's pretty much it. I I don't really give a shit about... I mean, maybe <laughs> they'll be a little edgier on their podcast, but who knows with them. I don't know. Uh, let's get to Raw, though. Yeah, well, with Raw wasn't uh, any better than SmackDown, in my opinion. 
uh, like I already said before. Um, we had uh, basically a quick and dirty uh, draft on Raw. Uh, even though that they had some good matches, um, the I mean, it started off some the, really good matches. Some yeah, really it started off matches. with. It started off with Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair, which is always a, a good, decent match. A contract signing for Crown Jewel between Tyson Fury and uh, Braun Strowman. And more draft results. So, I don't know what your uh, things on Monday Night Raw was, but I thought it was absolutely horrible. With um, Also, uh, you had a little Brazzers scene, or uh, Bang Bros scene, whatever you want to call it, Pornhub, <laughs> with uh, Lana and fucking... Uh, Bobby Lashley with his uh, show, some, show some respect. The almighty future universal champion, Bobby Lashley. Yeah, with his 10 inch cock, I bet. Yeah. Oh, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't throw that in there. Uh, well, Bobby Lashley, uh, yeah, I mean, he's he's a he's a beast, though, for real. I mean, Jesus Christ. If, if I can get my hands on steroids, I would do it in a heartbeat. Um, Anyways, Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch. Uh, Becky Lynch, she defeated Charlotte Flair. Uh, Flair hit a spear on Lynch, but Lynch, she kicked out at two. Flair was so upset, allowing Becky Lynch to roll her up for a pin, one, two, three. And I guess uh, if you want to beat Charlotte Flair, you just do a roll-up on her, and she can't kick out. She's having a tough week. It's no shit she's having a tough week. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like I said, I mean... I didn't like the outcome of this match. I didn't like how it ended, but always whenever these two are in the ring, obviously these two are great in-ring performers. It was a fun match to watch, but I didn't like how it ended. I mean, it was all right, I guess. I mean, it could have been better for the match, but, you know, it is what it Uh, is. We'll see it a thousand more times, I'm sure, so. No, we will. Uh, And after the match, though. But, but, wait, 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 wait. Go, Uh, go, go. Uh, I I did also want to throw in that uh, we kind of got like a little bit of a hint at maybe like a a feud between the two, meaning Charlotte would probably bounce back to heel again for what the fifth time in the last two months she's did a heel or babyface turn. No, she's so expect no, another one soon. She's no, she's been a heel in my eyes. She's always going to be a heel. That's her best trait to do. And plus, she's too in love with uh, Andrade. Uh, I mean, they they go on a lot of vacations. <laughs> I mean, her last name's Flair, so they go on a lot of vacations, dude. Um, I, I I do like that they didn't break up uh, some of the real life couples. That means they care about locker room morale a lot more now. Yeah, well, whatever. Because none I of guess. them got broken up, even though they said that they would. Yeah, I don't. I don't really care. I mean, like, also, uh, like, I mean, I like Ringside News as an app on my phone. It keeps me up to date and shit. But some of the shit that they put on there, it's like, okay, I, I don't really care to know about this. Like, that's most of the shit that I see. Period, though. Yeah. So a lot of like, eh, I don't care. Yeah. Uh, after the match, though, uh, Seth Rollins uh, announced that he was going to go find the Fiend and uh, that he was going about this all wrong, and he's going to burn it down with a little smirk i'm over it <laughs> we've talked I'm, enough about seth and Bray. i'm over it the, the raw segment was all right i mean at the end of the show he found bray and he proceeded to burn down the firefly uh, firefly funhouse which was cool i guess it no it wasn't because line, dude bro we we've already seen this like do they just like burning fucking bray wyatt's character every time 
Yes, they love they love to burn shit. That's why they have a guy who has that as a slogan. Burn it down. They love to burn shit in WWE. Hint. Oh, yo, can you Pyro imagine? Again. <laughs> Seth Rollins, he's going to burn it down. Oh, he's going to burn down the Firefly Funhouse. That's Brilliant. great shit. Brilliant. I'm a genius. Uh, and, uh, well, after the, uh, like, with all that happening, Stephanie McMahon, she did announce a couple more draft picks. Um, on Raw, the first round, Universal Champion Seth Rollins was the first pick for Raw. The WWE Champion, Brock Lesnar, was finally drafted on day two of the draft. Which makes no sense. And he went to SmackDown. Raw then closed, uh, well, then chose Charlotte Flair and Andrade Cien Almas with Zelina Vega as his manager. And then SmackDown chose The New Day. <laughs> and that's pretty much it. Uh, and uh, here's a match whoa, that... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Are we talking about each round or are we talking about the total like draft? Because there were some big names in that draft. Oh no, we're just places. talking about each round. I'm oh, okay. I'm literally gonna go in order of okay. of how Raw went. Uh, I they mean, did have a nice little showcase with Andrade after that first round, though. Yeah, and that's the match that I was gonna get into. Uh, I I I didn't see it like on the Hulu, but I went on YouTube. I watched it. It was a fun match to watch. It was. It was a, it was a really I, good match. I, I I believe it. I'm a huge fan of Ali. Um, and they both looked really good in that match. That's yeah, the thing that I, mean, I like the most about it is they didn't make either one of them look too weak. You know, they obviously mm-hmm. had to make Andrade look, you know, go over on Ali, but it looked, they both looked phenomenal. So it was great. Andrade is fucking Charlotte Flair. Of course he's going to be pushed. <laughs> well, that's not the point I was making. The point I was making is more like Ali getting drafted to SmackDown the next round afterwards. He didn't look like a weak draft pick or anything like that. No, uh, dude, Ali is not a weak draft pick. He was supposed to be in Kofi Kingston's shoes, but whatever. Um, Andrade, of course, he defeated Ali, and he won with uh, Zelina Vague, of course, interfering. Which, I mean, I'll say this. I like the fact that a heel has a manager, and the manager will always help out and do like cheap shots. But if you want to be a strong heel, it doesn't have to be every time that the manager has to get involved in the match. It hasn't been, though. But I just want to point that out. That's all. Yeah. All right, well, uh, and then after that match, since uh, Andrade won, round two of the draft, Raw drafted the Raw Women's Tag Team Champions, the Kabuki Warriors, which, whatever, cool. We Women Tag Team Champions, not the Raw Tag Team Champions. Whatever, my bad. That gives you, like, a little taste on how much I give a shit about the uh, Women's Tag Team Division. I don't think uh, they care about it, so. They don't care, so why should I, I care? I for it. Yeah. Uh, SmackDown then took Daniel Bryan, which I was a huge fan of. Uh, Raw then chose Rusev, and I, w- and I kind of knew Rusev was going to be on Raw with Bobby Lashley being on Raw. Uh, and SmackDown then picked uh, the women's champion, Bayley, and Raw then closed the round by choosing none other than somebody who knocked on my door. Alistair Black. Knocked on your door. Can you go along with it? Of well, course, I he didn't knock on my fucking what door. What the hell does that mean? He knocked <laughs> on your door. You met Alistair Black, and you're just now fucking telling me this. What the fuck? 
Listen, I mean, like we like we had some shots, we had some drinks, and uh, then we went out on, <laughs> on on the night of town, and you know. Listen, I mean, I, have I met, you ever met Alistair Black and you didn't tell me about it? I met yo, I moment? met Z- I met Zelina Vague and no, hold she on, is hold on, no, hold on. If you ever meet Alistair Black and you don't tell me about it, we will no longer be friends anymore. <laughs> I promise you. I promise you that, man. I promise. <laughs> but I'm very happy that Alistair Black is back in like the picture. Uh, like this draft is only good for one thing: superstars that are injured and you don't really remember them, and then they get drafted on a team. It's like, oh shit, I forgot about him. Cool. This was a moment where I had that moment, well, and I don't know. You didn't watch Raw last week either, right? Dude, I didn't. It, after Hell in a Cell, it really, really, really WWE really soured me. Of so course, I keep track see, on it. You didn't even see the uh, the Alistair showcase match during Raw last week, then? I did. Okay, so you did see. All right. Yeah, no, like I say, I mean, I don't watch it because I'm working, but after when I'm done working, I go on their YouTube page and I just run through all their clips. We'll expect a push. There will be an Alistair Black push. Well, I, well, I fucking hope so. And we have new Raw Tag Team Champions, though, man. Yes. Yes, The we Viking do. Raiders. Yes. I'm liking it. Good, good shit. Even though that, uh, you know, what was the point of having Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler being Raw Tag Team Champions? But I you mean, made them after look like a really good team, and they, no, dude, honestly, so they have a fresh start. I like it. Yeah, I mean, like this is what I'm talking about, though, man. Like, I, I didn't like that they were paired up like with each other, but honestly, them two are great wrestlers, and they look like a good team. And if you want to continue, take, how else would you make them look serious? Continue their reign, dude. Don't just play hot potato with the fucking Raw Tag Team Champion. But you can tell they obviously wanted them to drop the belt so they can move them to SmackDown. You can't move them to SmackDown if they're the champions. All right, well, then they need to be the SmackDown Live Tag Team Champions then against the Revival. But you know that WWE is not They won't do it against the Revival. Those are two heel tag teams. I was just going to say, you know WWE is not going to do two heels going in a match together. So No, of course. So expect the New Day win again or some shit like that. Oh my god! Oh, this is what I'm talking about, man. Okay, it, th- I'm just saying, no as another transitional you. title run, that's how they do it. They'll be what nine times. This is how you don't develop any. This is how you don't develop any superstar, man. No, They're, see, th- see, this is exactly what I'm talking about. This is exactly oh my what god. I said earlier. You will bash it until it happens, and then you will bash whatever the hell they do that you said to do. You're talking about you don't develop any tag teams or any good tag teams. So what do you want them to do? Put the Revival versus uh, uh, Dolphin and, and Rude? That's what you want them to do? That's not what I want to do. I want them to develop tag team, like tag teams to develop against other tag teams. Have what some sort of like- What tag team is it? What? What other babyface tag team on SmackDown is it? Uh, well, the Usos I hear are gonna be making a comeback here soon. Probably to Raw. No, probably to SmackDown, dude. They they made a home at SmackDown. I say probably Raw for the simple fact that they get in trouble too much. All right. Well, to, anyways, to be involved into a big storyline on Fox, Fox won't have that. I don't see that. But, All right. Well, I okay, mean, hold on. Without the Usos, who actually are better at heels than they are at babyface, name another a babyface tag team that they can transition and and develop with a tag team championship against the Revival. Are you kidding me? Who? Heavy Machinery, dude. Didn't they go to Raw again? No, man. They went to SmackDown, I thought. I don't yeah, really they, like Heavy Machinery all like that. They're dude, I love Heavy Machinery. I don't, 
I don't think they need to be champions. I think they should be one of those tag teams that we see struggle for a while and then eventually get it. They don't need to be pushed like that. We don't need them and Viking Raiders both with titles. We don't need that. Too much. All right. We get it. NXT is dope. We get it. Whatever, dude. Round three, though, of Monday Night Raw with their draft. <laughs> uh, you had Cedric Alexander being drafted to Raw. Eric Rowan to Raw, which I thought Eric Rowan and Luke Harper were a thing, but I guess not anymore. Uh, and a guy that I don't even give a shit about, Humberto Carrillo. Who the he's fuck nice. is that? He's a new guy. I know he's a new guy, but what? Big signing. That's a that's a big one. Okay. I just have no idea who the fuck he is. Um, SmackDown, though. They chose Shinsuke and Mustafa Ali. I refuse to call him Ali. <laughs> right, as you should. Protest. But, uh, like, like whatever. I thought, uh, like, when I was watching it, it's just... <sighs> what I was going to say, man, I'm, I'm just so done. I'm so fucking tired of watching this shit. I, re- I, <laughs> I, I really am. I mean, it's... Like, I went on Twitter and I said, if it wasn't for this podcast, I legit wouldn't even take my time out of my day to watch this shit. <laughs> I'm not joking, man. I'm I really know. not. The only thing that I care about right now is NXT and AEW. That's the only two things that I care about. And that's really all we should worry about. Everything else is going to be what it is. There's nothing we can do about it. It's, I don't know. It It intrigues me, but I... <laughs> I'm 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 just so fucking tired. I'm so done with this. I'm like I mean if if you can't really tell, I'm not really that enthused like to do this. But well, since then fuck it's it. move on. Okay. <laughs> the end of the only other draft pick that I wanted to talk about is my guy Buddy Murphy. Expect big things from him on Raw. I was just gonna say that. End Buddy Murphy draft though. talk. End of the draft talk. End of it. Done. On to the next NXT and AEW. Let's get to it. So you don't want to talk about that Jinder Mahal got drafted to Raw, including... I do uh, not want to talk about it. No, I do not want to talk about anything else related to the draft except... You don't want to talk about R-Truth and Carmella being split up that I with thought the 24-7? Was interesting. That I thought was interesting. But other than that, I really don't care enough to talk about it. <laughs> oh, God. All right, fine. Enough with the draft talk. But what's really interesting to me is uh, the OC and the Street Profits. Oh, yeah, I love it. I want to see... Uh, them have a, a six-man tag team match and i want to see who they can find as a third partner yeah and buddy murphy he, he looks strong he uh he went to raw right yeah i'm so happy about that i really yes. am it's gonna be great and i love buddy murphy you know i said this since nxt and 205 live and you got me hooked on buddy murphy and i love i love his finisher and i love cedric alexander's finisher and, i love and their he's an aussie and mm-hmm. australia is my favorite country so Next to America, of course, guys. Next to America. America. Come back to Outback Steakhouse. All right, anyway. (laughs) Uh, All right, so I guess uh, we'll talk about NXT, yeah? Yeah. I liked it. I liked... uh, I don't know. I guess this is just me being like a mark for NXT, but I love Tommaso Ciampa as a heel, but of course he's not going to be a heel. He's going to be babyface right now. Um, babyface for a little bit, and then he'll go back to his heel run, but... Oh, fantastic. I, I, I'm really hoping, because I was watching NXT, and I seen how, you know, the fans obviously love Champa because we do. We love Champa. We all we love Champa. We love Ciampa. him more as a heel, but we're happy to see him back, so let him, let him soak it in. 
But with everything that's been happening while he's gone, like, for instance, Finn coming back, I hope to God we see that soon. I need Champa and Finn in a rivalry, like, tomorrow. Like, I need it now. Like, that'd be fire. That would be fucking amazing. And I need to see that ASAP. Yeah. No, I do too. I. I think that that's a match that I think everyone is going to want to see, uh, especially if uh, Tommaso Ciampa gets that title back. But I, I don't think he will. Uh, I don't know. I don't know won't. what they're going to do. He probably won't win it back right away. He'll get it back eventually, but probably not right away. But either way, I'm just happy to see him back. Oh, looked good. He looked really good. Absolutely, he did. And I love. Did you see the full match? You saw the full match, right? Of Champa and uh, Angel Garza. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite part about the match is Champa being Champa, doing what he does best. Like crazy shit. Yes. Did you see that man about to do the fucking uh, uh, fairy tale ending on a pair of pants? Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was awesome. I was like, this is the most Champa shit ever. Like. That's uh, that is some (laughs) indie shit right there. But I loved it. I love it. It was awesome. He needs the fucking pants, and it made the same noise that it made when he need dude in the face five minutes before that. The pants are more over than Angel Garza. Let's say that. (laughs) (laughs) The kid looked good, though. He looked good. He just has to find his niche in NXT. He'll be fine. Yeah, and then after the match, though, Undisputed Era, they came out, and they were intimidating Ciampa, and instead of attacking him, they handed him, or well, they handed um, uh, the announce team a mysterious USB drive. And the USB drive, it contained footage of the Undisputed Era beating up the Velveteen Dream backstage. And it's... The Undisputed Era, they're doing a phenomenal job. They really are. They're they're just being great. This reminds me of Evolution. It really does. Yeah. And I I love it. I absolutely love it. Yep. Good shit. That's good shit right there. It is good shit. (laughs) You know, um... Tommaso Ciampa is it's it's going to be Tommaso Ciampa and uh, Finn Balor involving in the NXT Championship feud that is for sure uh, what else happened uh, Io Shirai this is what I want to talk about too Io Shirai is probably the biggest thing going right now uh, in NXT and in the women's division as well uh, for awesome. dude I, I didn't think I would like her as much but I do I really do I said the same thing like when she turned heel I was kind of like I'm skeptical, but then I've seen her a few weeks in a row, and I'm like, okay, I like it. She's doing, it's different. Like, it's the same shit that we've seen other people do, but it's different. It's just some reason. She just has a different demeanor to it. I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think Rhea Ripley's a great matchup for her. I love, I, I'm big on Rhea Ripley. From oh, NXT I'm Tech. huge on Rhea Ripley. Yeah, she's awesome. She's awesome. I mean, uh, uh, but yeah, she was cutting a promo about how she, um, like something about um, basically uh, told that bitch keep her name out her mouth that's what Rhea Ripley said to her and then yes. that's what and then she just l- left the ring yelling in a, I don't know like like Japanese or Chinese Japanese well yeah okay um, what else oh yeah Keith Lee and uh, Dominic in a ended in a disqualification but hell of a match yeah good match Mr. Limitless I mean it's I I didn't think I was gonna be a big fan of Keith Lee, but Keith Lee I came made his debut when I left Erie. And yep, we, he made he he made it before we've seen him together. Mm-hmm, yeah, and I 
uh, what's uh, the ch- the chant that everyone chants for him? What the fuck is it? Bask like what? In the glory? Oh yeah. Oh, bask in the glory. Yeah, no, that's pretty cool. I like that. <laughs> Dude, I just like it when the fans get involved, man. That's what makes that's what makes the shows. Okay. Um, makes or breaks, like I said earlier on this episode. Mm-hmm. No, I know. Uh, what else happened? Uh, Matt Riddle was in the match. Uh, he defeated, uh, who was it? That Bronson Reed guy, I think? Yeah. Yeah. Basically a squash match. Yeah, I don't know. You know me. I don't really care about Matt Riddle. I think he's a fucking douchebag. (laughs) (laughs) What I do. Even though, even though I look like a douchebag, I don't really give a shit about him. You are a douchebag. Fuck you. (laughs) I take pride in that shit. (laughs) (laughs) You wear it well, Uh, man. You wear it well. I'm not a complete douchebag. Uh, Shayna Baszler, though, she was accompanied by um, uh, that Marina girl, I think that's what her name is, and uh, Jasmine Duke. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I didn't see it. But, no, I didn't hear it, but I saw it. I had my TV on mute, so I didn't really hear into it. Uh, she made an appearance, probably about like her NXT Women's Championship picture, uh, how she's going to go a long way, and she's going to be forever the NXT uh, Women's Champion. Uh, afterwards, this is my favorite thing, Finn Balor, he cut a promo about how he found his heart, and that next week, my future will be my past. So I cannot that wait. Means, yes, can't wait for next week. And did you see the opening video package for NXT? They end it with Finn Balor's like shit. Yes. I so saw I'm it. telling you, something's dude. They have big plans for Finn Balor. I think. I'm ready. Damian Priest, what is your thoughts on him? I was a little pissed that he beat Pete Dunne, but I like him. I like this Damian Priest guy. I like him too. You know I he's 38. He's- I I feel like I I've seen him already though. Yeah, dude, he's old as shit. Like I I have to look at him and actually I haven't got the chance to actually see who the hell this guy is, but I feel like I recognize him from a I don't know if it's like older WWE shit or maybe a different maybe. promotion. I maybe. know I've seen him somewhere under a different name obviously He's a Samoan, I don't know. They I, But I don't he, know. he he's impressive. I'm very impressed. Age mm-hmm. regardless of age. He's impressing me so far. And I like the way that they ended like the match, too. It wasn't a clean victory because these two are bothly heavily pushed. And mm-hmm. the fact that Damian Priest low-blowed him. And when the referee and couldn't Dunn's see it. probably one of my favorite guys in NXT. I know he is. He's uh, like he, top three. Yeah. I mean, like me, it's uh, Velveteen Dream just because of his character, solely because of his character. I love everything about him. And um, who else? Finn Balor. Yeah. And then there's Champa and... You know. Yeah. Yeah, no, there's Champa and uh Yeah. So that's good. And uh like like what else happened? I think that's it for NXT. Like what about AEW? AEW, we got some more Jericho ness. Uh he had his title defense against uh who was that guy? Uh how do you say his name? Allen. Uh Darby, Darby, Darby Allen, Darby dude, Allen. Y- yo, he is 187 pounds, but man, that motherfucker can take a bump. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was all right. It was a decent match, you know. What do you mean it was a we, decent match, dude? We obviously, I mean, I thought it was decent. We already knew that Jericho was gonna like obviously leave with the belt. Still, we knew it wasn't gonna be. Well, like, yeah, but but changes. I mean, like it was, dude. It was a great match, and it put over Darby Allen just even more. That's my See, thing. 
I guess. All right, I'll let you have it. But, I mean, if you really think about it, man, uh, AEW uh, in the ratings war, if you want to call it that, they, they won again. But if you look at the details of it, the ratings have been steadily declining, little by little, every week. The buzz is dying off fast. I know. And they're I'm almost one of those at- people who are falling off of the AEW bandwagon. I like AEW. I'm not. I come on the show and I feel like I knock them a little harshly. But that's because I had such high expectations for them from the start. Yeah. No, as you should, and though. I, they honestly haven't lived up to my expectations. I think AEW is exactly what I said it was going to end up being. Another like, TNA. Another, another TNA. Exactly. And that's I what it seems couldn't like agree to me. more. But it's just the fact, like, me, I'm excited for, uh, for the XFL. You want to know why? Because the NFL right now, so many flags, you hit oh, the quarterback yeah. wrong. Oh, my God. It's it. The product is horrible. So the XFL is going to come in, and they're not going to have flags like that. And it's going right. to be interesting. So I'm going to be but interested not, in watching it. But just like AEW is supposed to be an alternate to <laughs> WWE, that's exactly what XFL will be to mm-hmm. NFL. Yeah. Well, anyways, that's not what I, what I wanted to talk about. Uh, I mean, the AEW Tag Team Champion Tournament is the best thing going for AEW right now. Did you see last week... Uh, uh, oh my god, what tag team was it? They defeated uh, Oh my god, I'm drawing a blank Why am I drawing a blank? Who did they defeat? Uh, it was the very first match of of last week I missed AEW last week the I was Young Bucks on my deathbed <laughs> The Young Bucks, they got defeated by um, a oh, team Oh yeah, 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 yeah. House uh, of Glory team Yeah, A, yeah. a New York I'm independent sure wrestling league other- the other team's name is but yes same here I like dude that young bucks put them over i like it dude they looked nice they remind me of the street profits but dude private party yes yeah yeah private party. dude i like, I like they it put man. Them over now the i team like themselves them. i i i like that young bucks did the do they put mm-hmm. them over as they should mm-hmm. i don't like private party as a team in general though i do I don't. We already got Street Profits. Thank you. On to the next. This isn't WWE. This AEW. On to the next Doesn't topic. Doesn't matter. Same, same <laughs> shit. Just like, that's what. The, can I just point out that this week's episode of AEW, by the way, felt the most WCW-like mm-hmm. ever yeah. so far. Dude, I already hit the nail on the coffin on it, man. The Chris that Jericho exactly inner circle. What Private Party is. That's exactly what Private Party is, too. They're just another, another ripoff. From one promo trying to take away from WWE, okay, okay, and I'm sure WWE okay. will do the same thing with them. But I think it's no, just they a rip off. We already we already got Street Profits. I like them better. Yeah, well, I mean, like I was gonna say, the AEW Tag Team Championship Tournament, which by the way, I am loving the AEW Tag Team Champion like belt. It looks phenomenal. Best Tag Team Champion belt in pro wrestling by far. That's just my thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen it, but um, with the tag team tournament, SCU defeated Best Friends. Thank God. I'm not a fan of Best Friends, but SCU, I can get behind on. I like SCU. Obviously, they're the vets of the situation. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Best Friends. I like when they, like, you know, the start of the tournament. Yeah. I like that match that they had. Mm-hmm. No, I I'm know. I'm not too big on the team themselves. Same here, but I would rather have SCU. But SCU, yeah, they are going to be moving on, and they're going to be facing the Dark Order in the semifinals of the tournament. Uh, the Dark Order, I'm waiting for that one. Mm-hmm. That's they. I don't know what the hell 
they are or what they're supposed to be, but yeah. they have my attention. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that happened, what else happened? Uh, it was, oh yeah, this is the other, um, I don't know, I like Rio Shirai, but I just don't see her as a believable champion. I think uh, Dr. Britt Baker is more of a champion than Rio Shirai, that's just me. Well, yeah, she's the star of the women's division in AEW. Yeah, but she's whatever. She's a star, period, but yeah, that's... I mean, I mean, like, let me get this straight. From what I know, even though I know AEW claims that they're not going to be, like, making storylines with babyface and heel, all that shit, that Britt Baker is, like, the heel, from mm-hmm. my understanding. Yeah, no, she is. And uh, how do you say the current champion's name? Rio Shirai, who is yeah, very, her. very attractive. She is. She's cute. She's, and, she's, and, and you know she's 100% she's, my you type. You can tell she's only going to be like, yeah, right. She's like five pounds. <laughs> but, uh, you know, obviously she's kind of like seeming to me like the transition champion, even though she's the first women's champion of AEW. But she seems kind of like transitional just to go to Britt Baker. No, I, I don't know. Like AEW, they're huge on Japan wrestling. So I think that that's why they gave the AEW women's champion to Rio Shirai, though. Right, give them the nod, yeah. Yeah. You know, they, got the, they got the nod. She's the first AEW mm-hmm. Women's Champion, but we know who the true champion will of be. Of course, of course. Uh, two more things, and then we'll um, like wrap it up here. Um, AED, an, another tag team champion tournament match. The Lucha Brothers uh, defeated uh, Jurassic Park. Or no, <laughs> Jurassic Park. <laughs> the Jurassic Express. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I like both of these teams, uh, but dude, the Lucha Brothers are just on another level compared to any other tag team in the division. Yeah, they of really course, are. They're the best tag team in the world. In my Same eyes. with the Young Bucks, though. So I don't know. Um, good tag team. I think the Lucha Brothers got it. I like Lucha Brothers a lot. One thing that I want to point out, man, is the Kenny Omega and Hangman Page versus Pac and John Moxley. That fucking stare down of John Moxley and Kenny Omega. I cannot wait to see them at full gear. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Dude, like, it's, there's just so much, like, this is how you build a story, though. Like, AEW got this one right. It's perfect. With, with Omega and, and Moxley, yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. This is yeah. how WWE needs to get a page from their book. I don't know. Like, with this, perfect. Um, it's kind of like the slow build. They kind of mess with other aspects of, like, another storyline as well. You just said they, it. You just said the it. The focus <clears throat> of them is them two, obviously. As soon as they see contact with each other, they're on each other's heads. You just said it. A slow build. What do I yep. always say? A seed needs to be planted. And absence yep. makes the heart grow fonder. And, dude, all of us are just anticipating this to happen. Yep. We'll get it. Oh, I cannot wait for that. Um, but yeah, uh, Kenny Omega and Hangman Page, they defeated Pac and Moxley, but that's not really important. And we already talked about uh, the Philadelphia street fight between the AEW champion Chris Jericho and Darby Allin. Um, this was a good match. I mean, obviously, you didn't, you don't really care for Darby Allin, but I have a thing for short guys, so whatever. It's not that I don't care. It's that I just don't really... Believe it. Get it. Yeah, it's not really anything interesting to me i got like okay he rides a skateboard and he smacks you with it cool he's got it he's got his thing he's got his gimmick his niche but mm-hmm. i just 
just the whole aspect of that match period was just kind of like it was cool to see like you know a nice street fight very aggressive yeah very aggressive just gonna be like a jericho and inner circle type yeah and i mean rather than boost up darby island I mean, like Darby Allen, like he he has high flying moves and even uh, like a springboard uh, move salt. Right. Ultimately, uh, Jake Hager he showed up and punched out Allen behind the ref and allowing Jericho to lock him into the. He's your guy. You love Jake Hager. No, I mean, I I just I just he, he's a believable character, no. and how? How? he dude he doesn't just what wait. What is his character? What is his thing? Just wait and see. Let it... He doesn't even know his thing. He still has to finish with Bellator first. Okay, I'm I'm going to point this out and I'm going to end it. Just like when WWE last January came out with all the McMahon saying, we are not the authority, you are. I said, you know what? I'll give him a chance. Give him time. Patience. Let it set I have in. no patience for Jack Hager. Or Jake Hager. Okay. Jack Swagger. Fuck it. He is Jack okay. Swagger. And the same we thing the with uh, like when uh, Eric Bischoff and Paul Heyman became executive directors for both Raw and SmackDown. I said, give it a little bit. It can't happen overnight. Right. My patience, and honestly, it's almost a year now, my patience has run out. I am done with WWE, and I am being optimistic for AEW. I'm still going to watch WWE, but they are so far deep in the water, I don't think it's going to take a long time for them to fix the mess that they're in right now. <laughs> That's just me, man. The only good thing for WWE path. is NXT. I think they're on a good path, though. I mean, as long as NXT the wrestling is. is getting better. This is the, no, I'm talking about on the whole at WWE roster. And AEW as well. I'll include all of pro wrestling. This is the best wrestling that we've gotten in, uh, ever. Ever. Very long time. Now, since the fucking 90s. As far as like storylines and all that, a lot of work needs done. I think on both sides, honestly, but I think both parties are on the right track in their own way. AEW is doing great things in the ring. We need better. Absolutely. Uh, to me, we need better storylines and and I think character building. I think we need more stars being mm-hmm. made. Um, I mean, granted, it's only been, what, three weeks? So, I mean, give it time. I, yep. I'm not bashing them. I'm just saying that's their thing. They need to improve on, but they're in the right track. Uh, WWE needs better storylines and better wrestling matches on Monday and, and Friday. Mm-hmm. We're getting a start. We get better matches. Storylines are to be determined, in my de- opinion, because yep. I'm not one of those people that will bash everything that they put on the screen, like somebody I know who hates on everything that they do. Dude, I just want realism, and I want relevance. Bobby Lashley is smashing Rusev's wife. What more relevance and realism do we need? Anyways, I digress. Oh, dude. I digress. That's not the point I'm making. I know, but I think it's funny. I just want to say that we're all on the same, they're all on the right path. Okay. All right, well, honestly, I think that that's a good note to end on. Um, I think that that was a good episode, uh, even though that we took a week off. But uh, shitty week, in my opinion. Uh, The draft sucked. Matches were good. AEW was all right. NXT, in my opinion, and your opinion, we both can agree on one thing. NXT, of course, was the better show out of all of them, right? Yep. 
<laughs> Alright, well, yeah, no, that's gonna do it for us on episode 19 of Pardon the Pipe Bomb. You can follow me again on PC or at PC Flamio 814 or on Instagram. And if you liked what please give us heard, please give us a negative five star review. And if you wanna talk shit on us, go right ahead. But if you wanna give us uh, your input on it, we'd love to hear some feedback on you. And uh, Callum, where can people follow you at? Capital on Twitter or Instagram. My man, hey. Alright, well, we will see you guys next week for episode 20. The big 20. The big 2-0, the big dub. <laughs> Alright, well, hey. We'll talk to you guys later. Thank you all very much for joining us. We'll talk to you guys next week.